morning, afternoon, evening, twilight, whenever yeah. you're watching this. To all know. our viewers in London, <laughs> good afternoon. It's probably tea time. Should we have one of those clocks that's like London, Paris? Yes, <laughs> so I think we should. <laughs> we are actually kind of starting to scatter this place with more stuff for our staff. Right. So you know you can always visit our Facebook page at, at Pop Ed Culture Detroit. And you know that he is Joe and I am Sarah. Yeah. And I actually, uh, while working with Lightbrite, realized it's very difficult to do letters on Lightbrite. Mm. Well, I like the Lightbrite. I love to boogie. It's already started. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yesterday, we were talking about Jeffrey Owens, who played Elvin on The Cosby Show. Yes. With Sandra's sort of milquetoast husband, who was mm. like, like yes. very, uh, he, he wasn't, um, he wasn't an aggressive soul. He was no. very Cosby constantly putting him in his place. Right. On these shows. He was a very docile individual. Yes. yes. <laughs> it was like the women in his life were running his life. But yeah, he was just very, I'm going to take a back seat kind of a guy. Uh, but anyway, he has done different acting jobs and directing jobs over the years, but not everything has been solid. So right. sometimes he'll do part-time jobs. Right, which is not right. It's not unusual no. for performers, whether it be singers or um, actors mm -hmm. or musicians or you know comedians. They all usually have some type of legit day job, sure. and um, some of them rather like it that way. Some people are just not wired to be opulent, and right. you know. So there is a woman who, when she went to her local Trader Joe's, realized. Oh my God, that's that guy. That's that guy that's done the Cosby Show and various and sundry other acting right. jobs. I would like to go get my picture taken with him, but I'm a little shy. I can't, I don't want to bother him. So I'm just going to take this unflattering photo of right. him by himself at Trader Joe's and post it on a page just to show no. my friends. Right. Said, I did not mean for this to go viral. I wasn't trying to job shame him. I was actually excited that I saw him, that uh -huh. I saw a celebrity yeah. in my store. This is turning into that whole, that narrative of like when somebody looks really, really racist and they end up saying, <laughs> that's not who I am. I'm not racist, despite that hood and hat that I was wearing the other day. No, please. No. What are you talking about? Yeah, so what's interesting is this thing sort of blew up almost like out of her control because she says that's not what she wanted. And right. then people started to turn on her and started to say terrible things to her. So she actually had to shut down a couple of her different social mm. medias because of all of the hate that was right. coming her way. Sarah, let me ask you this. Please do so. Did, did her uh, act of contrition happen after the hate started flowing in? You might say it did. Mm. You know what's hysterical? It's not who I am! <laughs> You know what's hysterical about this situation? Guess what her first name is? Uh, Raven. Karma. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, the karma train came back mm. for karma. And all of a sudden she thought like, I can post whatever pictures I want. And right. then all of a sudden, whoa, hey everybody. I wasn't trying to shame Jeffrey. Mm. I just was excited to see him. Right. In the wild, in the natural. Right. You were all about it until the repercussions happened. Mm -hmm. Karma, you made your bed, now lie in it. Karma, karma, chameleon. What happened to you? So again, he's still, listen, Jeffrey Owens is doing
doing all right. He's living his best right. life now. He's getting offers left, right, and center from people who want to work with him now. And yeah. he's like, you know what? And after all of this dies down, I'm still going to be the guy that's willing to take a part-time job to yeah. keep things going for me and my family. Unless he ends up in the MCU somehow, then he can just retire. <laughs> well, yeah, that you is know? a nice retirement plan. I would love you know, for that retirement Maybe plan. he becomes like the mayor of Wakanda. Who knows? <laughs> You, that call could come because there are at least two more Black Panther movies coming. Right. So there and there are uh, plenty of extras or small parts in that movie. Mm -hmm. Or I mean, listen, if you want to go whole hog and give him a big role, you could do that. Why not? Yeah. Why yeah. Not? Everybody's loving him right now. Now, someone that a lot of people love, but maybe not necessarily in this role, is John Krasinski. Hmm who was kind of, he was every man, John Halpert on The Office. Yes. He has since, you know, gone off and done different types of roles. There was 13 hours where he was a soldier and he was all super buffed up for it. The Quiet Place was kind of a different role for mm -hmm. him. He wasn't doing like looks to the camera during The Quiet Place, <laughs> like it's a little documentary the whole uh. time. So he sort of broadened his horizons, but people, are not necessarily sold on him being the next Jack Ryan. What do you think about him as Jack Ryan? I think I'm going to sneeze. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh, Ooh. I think like another tiny Joe just exploded ah. out of you or something. Like, that was NRM, a, um, change the furnace filters. <laughs> that was a Ooh. huge sneeze. Oh, my gosh. That was brutal. Oh, keep, buddy. Keep the camera on Sarah. <laughs> snot check. Do you need, yeah, do a snot uh, check. Do a snot check. Oh, I think my you're snot. good. I don't I, see okay. anything hanging. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> There's no bats in the cave. Woo. I think you're all right. Um, yes, but so him is Jack Ryan, who most people got to know the character. No, oh, not who? Done. My we goodness. Are, we are not done with Woo. that. That is, uh, how you doing? I didn't have any problems outside, but I had them all inside. Is it the fan? Am I like, am I blowing some sort of toxic substance? You might be, you might be blowing some like, dust in my is that, what, is that what's happening? I don't know. <laughs> Should we turn it? All right, Ooh. during the commercial break, let's we'll just, figure it out. Hopefully you can home. make it. So Jack Ryan. <laughs> Most uh, people got to know Harrison Ford in that right. role. You did have... Um, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin was a decent Jack Ryan. Yes, Chris you, Pine. You had Ben Affleck. You were going to sneeze again. You poor Bobby. I know. Look That's at your I'm face. I'm trying to talk to keep the air oh, moving. <laughs> I'm going to turn. I'm going to turn my, the fan off because it gets hot in here. But I want to see if that yeah. helps your uh, your issues. Yeah. Oh, tissue. My mucus discharges are turning <laughs> the fans off right now. So we've seen several Jack Ryans, <laughs> but the, your quintessential Jack Ryan is someone who looks like he can handle himself in a dangerous situation but also seems like, there you go, buddy. Thank you. Also seems like he's someone who can get himself in and out of the situation with just his brain. Yeah, but he has to say, my family. Right. Um, I like him as Jack Ryan, here's why. You do? Because Harrison Ford played the ruggedly handsome, sure. you know, action-y Jack Ryan. Yeah. Really, how many dads do you know are Harrison Ford-like? Very uh, few. Yeah. I think John Krasinski can walk the line between the two okay. and appeal as the young husband, sure, you know, soon to be dad or early dad Jack Ryan. I mean, I'll give it a chance. It's going to be a show on Amazon Prime. It's not a movie version right. of any of the Jack Ryan books. So, um, and that's interesting that they decided to take it into a serialized format. But um, he went on with Stephen Colbert to promote the movie, and Colbert jokingly started to make fun of him, saying, 
you're a comedy guy. I'm a comedy guy. Like, you right. blah, 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 action hero. Like, please, Krasinski. And they, I mean, I don't know how long rehearsals took. I don't know how long the planning for this took. But they did a full-on, with, like, special effects, knockdown, drag-out, action fight on the Colbert show after Colbert allegedly insulted Krasinski about not really being an action star. So <laughs> here is their action scene. A real action guy. <laughs> would punch me in the face. I'm definitely, I'm not allowed to punch him. I'm not punching you in the face. No, well, that's what I thought, okay? <laughs> Classic John Krasinski, okay? You know who would have decked me right now? Harrison Ford. What did you say? Yeah. The real Jack Ryan. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <sighs> I'm very sorry. Are you okay? Exactly what an affable boy next door would say. I felt nothing. Now let me show you how Blade does it. Ha! All right, Stephen, listen to me. This is a bad idea. You don't want to fight me. Oh, why? Because beautiful, broad-shouldered man's afraid he's going to hurt me? Yes. Also, fight scenes are highly choreographed and edited, and let's be honest, you don't have the budget for that. Nobody puts CBS in a corner. Eat grape and fist. Okay, I came on the show to have a nice chat, maybe do a comedy bit. This is a comedy bit, John. And by the way, that was physical comedy at its finest. much longer after that there's like a uh -huh. cameo in the elevator by ellie kemper who is <laughs> on the office and also um has her own show and then they finally make it out onto the roof and in the <laughs> end he finally ends up shoving stephen colbert off the ledge and i mean it's a whole it's a whole thing but you see what i'm saying we're yes. like they put a lot of effort and planning into that whole mm -hmm. sequence. Like, they went all in on that. We can make this show more action-packed as well. All you have to do is just shake the camera. Oh, yeah! Whoa! Yeah, Dave, can Earthquake! You shake the camera? What? Can we make this an action podcast? The center one. So, yeah, both yeah, of us. Ready? We'll there do we it like, like, so, oh, 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 oh my there's God. an earthquake. Oh, what's going on? Oh, my God, there's an earthquake. Oh. New radio call, media. Call my oh, mama. Jeez. Mom, I'm not Change coming home. Change the furnace filters because oh earthquakes make dust. <laughs> Oh, see, so action-packed. Yeah. yeah, amazing. Oh, we could amazing. be like extras on the Starship Enterprise bridge. <laughs> we just have to like lurch in the same direction. <laughs> uh, yes, we could. And we could clearly be extras in a movie that's filming right now. Mm. Might as well get up on it. Captain Marvel. Let's do it. 
I mean, I feel like for you, it would be a dream come true to be an extra mm -hmm. on any superhero movie set, uh -huh. really. So. Yes. I, I'm, I would be like, oh, yes. I'll play that body. The body that's just <laughs> lying still there. I thought it would be a totally serious scene and Joe's <laughs> right. just like cheesing in the background yeah. like, <laughs> that That dead body has a smirk. <laughs> What's going on? So thanks to Entertainment Weekly, we had some first look photos from Captain Marvel. I gotta be honest. I mean, I don't. I'm not a comic book reader, hmm. and so prior are you a paperback writer. Paperback writer. Um, prior hmm. to the announcement being made that Brie Larson was going to play Captain Marvel, I didn't know there was a Captain Marvel. I oh, didn't really? know that that was like a thing or a character or a person. Hmm. So well, now I know. And so we have the first picture we can see of her in more of her standard patriotic looking. Oh, she looks good. Captain, <laughs> I all just excited. Lady, yes. Lady's been doing the keto diet. Mm -hmm. She's looking good in her yes. tight outfit there. Um, so she's half human, half alien, as mm -hmm. far as I understand it. I, you got me. She's been um, touched. She's been touched. Yeah. <laughs> she has the powers. And, uh, and then, so she has this outfit, and then in the next photo that we see, where it's sort of like a little group action sequence, there's a, a sort of a green, a darker version of the same costume. Mm -hmm. So I don't know which one, like if they're both for our planet, or one's for her like home planet, or I don't know what the deal is with why she has so many different looks in the movie, but we'll find out. And then they also had a first look photo of Jude Law. So he looks like he's got some sweet uh, powers, possibly. And he'll probably have the power of wonderfully brisk, brisk narration. <laughs> I hope so. I still got some stuff in my throat. Uh, from is it better now that I've turned the fan uh, off? Do you feel like much better? Thank you. You're human. You can turn it back on. Are you sure? After I leave. Oh God. Uh, well, did you know much about Captain Marvel before this whole thing? Or? Uh, not a lot, but I knew of Captain Marvel. There yeah. was a cartoon. There was. Yeah. Wasn't there uh, one, wasn't there one called like cartoons. Captain Planet or something? Or am there's I crazy? Cap, there's so many captains. Yeah. Captain is probably Captain the Crunch. most popular rank in the uh, animated universe. It, yeah, it's fun. You know. It's easy to say. Not many generals. Not Who many wants admirals. to be lieutenant? You know, you don't want to have like yeah. a whole animated show or anything about a lieutenant. No. You want captain. Oh, captain, my captain. Yeah, well, the show about the lieutenant is like, God, someday I'll be a captain. <laughs> lieutenant just kissing ass. That's the entire show. That's the whole yes, damn I'll show. Clean the bathrooms, general. <laughs> I'd like to be a captain someday. Oh, God. Now, we didn't really talk about it, but a story that's sort of been breaking over the last week is this beef between Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly. Speaking of beef, Machine Gun Kelly, eat a sandwich. Oh, he is a, he's a, a skinny dude. He is a skinny dude. We can see your ribs. Are you going to rap battle him about how skinny he is? No. 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 So I think it was like six years ago or so, he apparently made some comment about Eminem's daughter, Haley, and how hot she was. Mm. Objectively, she's a beautiful girl. Yes. But no dad likes to hear some other dude talking about how mm. hot his 16-year-old daughter is. Yes. I mean, that's like, that's a thing. And so he made some comment about her and said, I don't know, some other trash talk. And so Eminem just released a sort of su surprise album, and he put it out. And in it, he has a whole thing where he takes on Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, yes. He put the butt in rebuttal <laughs> yes and what's hysterical is that machine gun kelly then came back with something immediately put it out there like oh it took you six years to come up with a diss track for me like what took you so damn long and then it's just he's going on and on about like you're an old man and you have bad knees and you're super paranoid surrounded by security and you have mm. no life and you're just always holed up in your house or the studio mm. blah 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 so fighty fight fight between these two and 
who comes to the rescue but Vanilla Ice. Well, yes. My guess is like, hey, guys, let me renovate your houses. <laughs> that well, is what he, yes. he he's a, yeah, that's then what he we'll, does now. We'll have you over for barbecues, and we'll have a barbecue, <laughs> a grill battle. Yay! Let's have a grill battle. Who can make the best ribs? Uh, well, what's interesting is he had a little bit of time on his hands because he happened to be on that United Arab Emirates flight <laughs> yes. that was quarantined. <laughs> he was not on the, it's, this is a huge plane. It's a two-story, two-level It's an Airbus, it's an plane. Airbus yeah. A380, which is the only plane that's bigger than a 747. Yeah, this, I can't even imagine being on that kind of a plane. My God. So the people that were on the first floor of the plane were the ones that were all quarantined and getting sick and like 100 mm. people got the flu all of a sudden or just were terribly sick. And he's on the second level, but because the whole plane is quarantined, he's sitting there like, right. Oh man, so he's just sort of checking his stuff and he sees this whole beef happening between Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly and he's like, these two have a problem? Yo, I'll solve it. And yep. he's so adorable in his post to them. He's like, come on guys, rapping is fun. Shouldn't we all get along? It's for entertainment. Right. Don't <laughs> you just, why do you have to make it so personal? Just, you know, we're all in this entertainment business together. And we just need to get along. Yeah, let's let's pull on some dungarees and go antiquing it's together. So dungarees. Maybe, maybe stop off and do some vino tasting. Oh god! I got a new um, I got a new um SUV. It's got the third row in the back. Yeah, where you boys will fit yeah, and some equipment. Bring the kids. Yeah. Yeah, he wrote things uh. like you know it is important in hip hop to speak your mind in a poetic way and stir up controversy. I get it, boasting, bragging, attacking. I think it's genius. Personally, I'm a fan of both of of you and anyone who can come up with such creativity gets an A-plus in my book, even though the whole diss thing seems a little dated compared to modern hip-hop. I find it fun. And isn't that what everyone is after? Fun? Four exclamation points? Yeah. I mean, like, uh, instead, it, of, <laughs> instead of Kanye writing a book about philosophy or how to get along in the world through, mm. you know, tweets, I think it's time for Vanilla Ice. To put out his book on how to get through life. Here's where I drop the mic before we go to commercial. Oh, man. Vanilla Ice is hip-hop's Jimmy Carter. He was kind of a joke when he was in office, but years later he's making peace amongst all the factions. Hmm. He's going out there, wow. doing his own thing, getting his hands dirty day he to day. Is. And then when little upheavals bubble up. Shaking babies he, and kissing hands. He handles it. Jimmy Carter jumps on a plane says, you know, these two countries aren't getting along. Let me handle it. I got this. Yeah, instead of sending yeah. Rodman into the whole thing with yeah. North Korea, clearly, oh, yeah. if there's a problem, yo, he'll solve it. <laughs> Drop the zero and get with the hero. He's got a million of these coming, so I feel like he would be, he's the man who needs to, instead of Deep Rock, Show, right. Chopra, and, you know, and Marianne Williamson, right. we need, no. we need a, you know, a little book from Mr. I, I think, Ice Ice yeah, Baby. We need, like, Vanilla Ice's take on Eastern thought. But... <laughs> Yeah. I, I think it's ironic because I love Eminem. Um, I also think that here's the karma for ripping on Moby being in his uh, mid-30s oh, well, a few years back. Yeah. Right? I do remember that. Yeah. That is funny. Now, Eminem is, you know, he's being, like, he's he's acting. He's That's a grown-up thing to do. It's like, wait a minute. You stepped to my daughter. Right. I'm going to let you have it. But instead of a shotgun and the porch, I'm going to have my lyrics. I'm in my rhyme. But it took him six years, Joe. Took you so long, old man. Oh, God. So there's that battle. And there's another interesting legal battle that I'm wondering who is going to win in this one. And it all comes down to a pedophile detector. And we will talk mm. about it next on Pop That Culture.
you guys just rock out with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our Nine and Dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Welcome back to Papa Culture. I'm... Sarah, you are Joe. 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 Yeah. Joe. Yes. <laughs> and we are talking about who is America? What is America? Sasha Baron Cohen, mm. his show on Showtime. I've kind of been waiting for this to happen, actually. I'm surprised that it took this long because most of the people that he's had on his show, he has completely embarrassed them. Uh -huh. Mostly by leading them to embarrass themselves, but also by, you know, doing things and saying things that uh, are not necessarily how they want the public to view them. And I think what's interesting about this is his guests have become even more high profile. Mm -hmm. And because of his exposure as Bruno, Borat, and Ali G, right. amongst others, he's had to kind of up his game. So now his way of getting people booked and ready to interview and, and Red just step in the trap, as it were, yeah. they'll become much more sophisticated and expensive. Well, there was a segment that was shot with Sarah Palin, and then she threw up a fuss before the show even started airing, and everyone was waiting for that episode to come, and we never saw it. So I don't mm. know if there was already something where he settled with her instead of having to go through a complete lawsuit and they decided together like he wasn't going to show that piece right i cannot imagine how what she could have done that scared him so much because he aired things that were insane for people seemingly fearlessly he just right. put it right out there but the segment that he did with roy moore um senate candidate roy moore he had him sitting next to him and he pretended to use like a security wand from the airport basically but <laughs> pretended it was a pedophile detector and then when he swiped it in front of Roy Moore 
and it went whoop whoop and it made a noise and so it was like he was detecting a pedophile <laughs> sorry are you all right yeah. <laughs> i'm just you know when you hear this stuff after the fact it's so ridiculous you're like how does he even punk anyone Right. Because it's so outrageous what he does. Well, when he did this, <laughs> like immediately after the whole detector thing and that it made a sound, Roy Moore got up and walked out of the room. Like he was like, that's it. I'm done. Whatever. But clearly they get them to sign releases before they take right. the bits because he wouldn't have signed anything after. And Roy Moore said he was lured to Washington, D.C. on the pretense of accepting an award for his support for Israel. And then he found himself being interviewed by the Sasha Baron Cohen character. And then they did the whole thing and he walked out. But he did sign a release. Right. But he said because it was under false pretenses that that release shouldn't be able to hold up in a court of law. And now Roy Moore is suing Sasha Baron Cohen, suing Showtime, suing CBS um, for $95 million. What I love is they said this false and fraudulent portrayal and mocking of Judge Moore as a sex offender on national and international television, which was widely broadcast in this district on national television and worldwide, has severely harmed Judge Moore's reputation and caused him and Mrs. Moore and his entire family severe emotional distress. Huh. Oh, this is what caused right. your family severe emotional yeah. distress? Are you also suing? All of the news stations, all of the newspapers, all of the campaign ads that brought up the nine women who claim that you were sexually inappropriate towards them when you were in your 30s and these women were teenagers. Right. So that, that one didn't do anything. I you, think you had a completely <laughs> sterling reputation up until yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen walked into your world. I think Ro Roy Moore's reputation <laughs> ruined Roy Moore's reputation. Yes. It's what happened. So I'm just, I'm fascinated that A, he had the balls to ask for $95 million. I know a lot of people probably shoot high because they think right. they're probably going to get less. Or maybe he's just doing it because he feels like this will never actually fully go through, but the lawsuit will be enough to maybe um, bring bad attention to Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, but I don't think that'll work. Nope. No. Nope. And I think, remember after Borat came out, the bros in the motorhome <laughs> sued him for a, I forgot what it was for, but they sued Sasha Baron Cohen. Did they get anything? No. Yeah. Because they had signed the releases and then consented to everything that was going on. But they also they claimed that they stepped in a trap and oh no, we're really not misogynistic <laughs> and racist. <laughs> yeah. And, no, I um, mean Sasha Baron Cohen does set a trap, but mm. he sets a trap to basically show what's really in your heart or what exactly. you're really like. Exactly. Because if you don't agree with anything that he wants you to do or to say or to be a part of on the show, you get up and you walk out, which Roy Moore did after it went to a certain point. Mm. But, um, yeah, you don't have to stay there. You don't have to participate in the hijinks no. and the hilarity. No. You just and get out. I think uh, Roy Moore's reputation really hasn't been hurt because I think the people that support him yeah. really don't care about no, what he don't. does. They just compare. Uh, they just go. They care about. My gosh, I'm, I'm just. You're a mess. Blah. Uh, they they care about his you know platform and right. how it relates to them. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what ends up happening with this. But he he really he went big or went home on this one. Ninety five million dollars. Now somebody else who wanted to protect his home and is legitimately like 
personifying the get these kids off my lawn, get these damn kids off my lawn, <laughs> old man, and actually he's not even that old, is uh, a gentleman in Virginia who was upset because his house is near where there's a bus stop mm -hmm. for school kids. And apparently they don't respect his lawn. Oh, no, not the lawn. And uh, they'll trespass or leave trash or they just, they've been messing with his lawn for right. years. And he's put up little signs, the no trespassing signs. And I don't know if he's then moved on to other more threatening signs, but they still weren't respecting him. Hmm. So he decided, I am going to put up an electric fence. And if these little bastards don't respect my lawn, then they're going to get a little shock. Yep. Stay where you're supposed to stay, on the sidewalk. Wait oh. for that bus. As a lawn aficionado. Oh, you do love your lawn. I kind of empathize with them. But <laughs> I also say this. You bought the house in a neighborhood with kids. Ergo bus stops. Ergo bikes being left here and there. Maybe you get that kid in your lawn or in, that, uh, in the neighborhood that likes to pee on things. Who knows? <laughs> So you kind of got to take that when you move into the neighborhood, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, have you ever actually yelled at kids or people who were on your lawn? Once. You uh, did? Our, we live <laughs> on a curve, and on Thursdays when the neighbors across the street have their lawn care yeah. companies come over. I mow my own lawn, by the way. Uh, some of the guys, they do things like they'll sit and they'll eat their pizzas for lunch mm -hmm. and they'll think they're being really helpful to the waterfowl by throwing their pizza crusts on my lawn. Oh, no, so no. So I've called, I've called the number on the side of the street and said, no, I don't want you luring geese to my lawn to take a poop, number one. <laughs> I had one guy change his headlight and he threw the bulb on my lawn. And you know what? The nice thing is all the trucks have phone numbers. So I just, I just sit there. I'm the guy that's like, yeah. Yeah, um, Mr. Lawn, yeah, Mr. Employee is screwing up my personal <laughs> property. And I've been like that, but I haven't been like, you know. Yeah, you haven't gone to this guy's no. level. He ended up having to take it down because it wasn't right with his property line where he put it. Mm. And he could back it up and still leave it up, but he felt like with all the news coverage, like this was enough to get the message out to any of these families and kids that need uh -huh. to know, stay the bleep off my lawn right. while you're going for the school bus. Now, there was uh, another person dealing with a child who probably didn't fully think this through. No. This is a mom in Florida who her 10-year-old son filmed her while she then held the arms of her smaller, younger son and lifted him up and held him over the toilet. Um, yes, yeah, so you could see that a little bit there. There is a, a video, but it was actually too upsetting to watch no, the video, I, no, so it's, it's, it's just... So you don't she want held to see him. It. She held him over it, and she did the. She gave him a swirly, basically. Mm. But she said, you know, his face never touched the water, and the toilet was totally clean, and he was actually not crying. He was laughing so hard. And after we did it, he said, "Can we do it again?" Sure, he did. And so she filmed it, or she, her ten-year-old son filmed it. She sent the video to what is now a former friend of hers. That friend sent it to somebody else who put it on their Facebook. It goes viral. She is now being investigated by police and Child Protective Services and all of this. And what goes through your mind on several levels for this? Oh. One, where you're like, come on, kids, it's a family activity. Yeah. It's swirly time. Get, Gather around. Get the camera. Film it up. Yeah. And then mom's going to hold somebody against their will over a toilet yeah. and be a bully. No. This is disturbing. This is uh, absolutely horrible. I'm appalled. As it, you should be. It's very, very sad to me. And I think this woman needs to have her children taken away from her. She, you, she needs to be charged with everything as far as I'm concerned. As a parent, I think it's absolutely ridiculous because 
This is lazy parenting. Mm -hmm. You can't parent any better. You can't put your intellect to use. Oh, sorry. She shoved her kid's head in the toilet. She doesn't have any intellect. Yeah. I mean, this is, if this was a, a Jeopardy question, it would be, what is Florida? Mm. Um, because <laughs> where this one takes place. You've got two well guesses done. for this one. It's Ohio or Florida. And we went no, Florida. It's, I would guess, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what ends up happening with it. But I just, I can't, there's so, there's so many just levels of, of stupidity on that one. Right. I can't, I can't handle how all of these things came together, but she's, they did. She's effing this, and this is not, I'm guessing this is not the first, if the 10 year old had the presence of mind to grab a recording device. Right. <laughs> He, this has happened before. This is a regular, yeah. this type of behavior is regular. She needs to lose her kids. I'm sorry. These kids are going to be effed up forever, and it's her fault. Woo! That's, yes. a, that's a hot take. It's a strong Put take. Put it on an electric fence. Wow! Yes. A, yikes! Uh, all disturbing. And we have another disturbing story for you when we get back on Pop That Culture. But it has to do with what you touch and what is actually going to get you sick. And it's not Ooh. toilets, it's something else, oh, and you shouldn't be touching it. We'll tell you what it huh. is next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Culture. A little earlier we were talking about Vanilla Ice and he was on that Arab Emirates flight that ended yes. up being quarantined because so many people got sick. And whenever you travel, you kind of think about how easy it is to get sick. Right. Because you've got all the recirculated air and you think like, oh, I'm touching the armrests and those are probably full of germs. And then there's and other sick people. Other sick people. Last time we flew, 
I was in the restroom and I saw a guy, you know, leave the stall, touch a few things, and walk straight out of the bathroom mm. without washing his hands. And he was on my flight. Yeah. And I could not unsee him on my <laughs> flight the whole time. I'm like, you. Oh, now listen, being around other sick people and lots of things are airborne and sure, you can still get sick. But they just did a study where they wanted to see what some of the germiest and worst things in an airport were for mm. you. And it's not the toilet. Oh, boy. I don't know why this didn't even cross my mind. I guess because you're so stressed, you just want to get through right. security, and you're not even thinking about what's happening there. The security bins where you have to put all your crap and your shoes mm. and your computer and whatever, um, filthy. Filthy, and they said, were full of posit tested positive for germs that can make humans ill, including influenza A, rhinovirus, the predominant cause of the common cold. Mm -hmm. Because... They stack them up. They put them. It's not like they wash them down right. before the next round of people come yeah. through security. And everybody they just, just put them back shoes out. In them. Yeah. yeah, and oh. all the stuff that you're dragging through. And so, yeah, you can get super sick because of these security bins. And they said these it's same uh, germs they did not find on the surfaces of the toilet at the airport. Not cool. Toilets. Yeah, but people put their asses on the. They toilets, do, but so. you're more likely to get sick because of a someone breathing near you, or b mm. when you touch these things, and if you don't wash your hands after the security I bins. Is there E. coli on those? On the know. bins? Yeah. I, they should just have. They should be. have two sets of bins, like one for the stuff you don't want to, you know, put your shoes in, mm -hmm. and put every like you, you put your toiletries in one, mm -hmm. and somebody should be hired to watch it. They should have a bins watcher. <laughs> Or you could just, you know, wear gloves, I guess, when you go through uh, security. Got it, Joe. Good. Thank, thanks, David. Binge watcher? I don't. Binge watcher. Oh, binge watcher. I didn't. Dave, I didn't get here. it, Joe. Dave, here. <laughs> here, take the bell. Take you, it. Here. Take it. Just there you go. Head. Yeah! Woo! Nothing. Zero. Zero. I did not get that one at all. Um, but you think about it, people, people, people blame toilets all the time, and they should not be blaming toilets no. for all their woes. They're the scapegoats of the, really of the inanimate object world. Because there are plenty of other things that you are touching on a daily basis that you should really be more concerned right. about than necessarily. I mean, butts are gross, but there are plenty of other ways for you to get sick. Well, let's get this straight. It depends on whose butt and how recently they took a shower, right? Well, maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying they did not find these same cold virus flu germs on the toilet seat as they hmm. did on uh, different areas around the airport. Interesting. Mm -hmm. There has been some, you could call it, uh, uproar happening because yeah. of the new Nike campaign. Right. <laughs> that campaign's on fire, literally. <laughs> People are just lighting up shoes in their backyard. People are tearing swooshes off of things. Yeah, they they're cutting the swooshes off of socks. And it's just ridiculous. I saw uh, Trevor Noah talking about it. He's like, you know Nike's already got your money, right? Like, you're not hurting yeah. them by burning your shoes because you already paid for those shoes. Right. And a, and a very polarizing figure today, Colin Kaepernick, yes. uh, is being featured in the most uh, recent Nike ad campaign mm -hmm. where, you know, he they're basically saying he just did it, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> That's what they're saying. Yeah. And um, whether or not you agree with them, I mean, is is one thing. It's how you handle your protest of his protest that is causing the controversy. And people are destroying their Nike product, including one gentleman who lit some sneakers on fire while he was wearing them. 
Oh, I haven't seen the one while he was wearing them. Yeah. I've seen the one where it's just sneakers in the grass and they and oh, no. they're on fire. But I haven't seen the one where someone's actually wearing like shoes that are it, on this fire. This is total anecdote. It might be even urban legend. Who knows? But yeah, <laughs> no. That you, you're hearing all these stories, yeah. and I was reading through some posts, and yeah, people are upset about it, and I understand why they're upset. I personally don't think that they understand the true nature of the protest right. that started all of this. Yes. But um, some people were saying, "Well, uh, Nike." I'm um, I'm going to stop buying your product. I'm now going to wear Converse. Converse is owned by Nike. Oh, snap. Oh, I'm a surfer dude and I don't like it. I'm going to start wearing only Hurley products. Hurley, owned by Nike. Nike owns everybody. Yeah, they, own, they just went and bought everything. They went shopping like they won Wheel of Fortune when Chuck Woolery was hosting. <laughs> Although... What I'm seeing, if I'm, if what I'm seeing out in the stores and magazines is true, like the new hotness right now seems to be Adidas. Everyone's loving Adidas right now. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, it's been there. Don't call it a comeback. They've been there for right. years. But it's wow, had, like, you used LL Cool J <laughs> to describe the Run DMC shoe. It's fine. But they, like, it's really like everyone. If you, yeah, if you want to be on top, Under Armour or Adidas are the things that right. people are loving. But regardless. I find this interesting just from a, a company, a brand perspective, because so many other companies are running as fast as they can to get away from controversy. Like the right. minute there is a sniff of anything seeming controversial or being upsetting to any of their customers, they were like, shut it down. We are going to try and still be beloved by as many people as possible. Right. And Nike's like, you know what? We are doubling down because they made the announcement. People freaked out. And then now the commercial, which you're about to see, is going to air tonight right before the NFL opener. And they were like, yep, we know this is going to divide people. We know it's potentially a, a way that we're going to lose a little bit of money. And we are standing by our controversial figure, hmm. which is crazy in this marketplace right now. Right. I mean, that's a... That is a, I don't know if other companies are going to follow suit or not. That's a bold-ass move by I, Nike. I do agree. It is an extremely bold move, but I almost wonder, have we hit the point where people on, no matter where your political leanings are, mm -hmm. are just standing up and you're just doing it? I mean, really. I mean, yeah. there's, um, you know, a lot of people have a lot of things to say, and a lot of people want a platform to say it, and I think that people are risking certain things to put their messages out there no matter how outrageous. Mm -hmm. So maybe we've just hit that point where it's like, we don't care we're going to lose money. we got plenty of it. Boom, put it out there. I mean, that's basically what they did. And to be fair, I mean, he does do the voiceover, and he is in the commercial a smidge. He's a couple of sections. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, it is not him, and it's a kick-ass commercial. So mm -hmm. here it is, the Nike Colin Kaepernick spot. If people say your dreams are crazy, if they laugh at what you think you can do. Good. Stay that way. Because what non-believers fail to understand is that calling a dream crazy is not an insult. It's a compliment. Don't try to be the fastest runner in your school or the fastest in the world. Be the fastest ever. Don't picture yourself wearing OBJ's jersey. Picture OBJ wearing yours. Don't settle for homecoming queen or linebacker. Do both. Lose 120 pounds and become an Ironman after beating a brain tumor. 
Don't believe you have to be like anybody to be somebody. If you're born a refugee, don't let it stop you from playing soccer for the national team at age 16. Don't become the best basketball player on the planet. Be bigger than basketball. Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. When they talk about the greatest team in the history of the sport, make sure it's your team. If you have only one hand, don't just watch football. Play it at the highest level. And if you're a girl from Compton, don't just become a tennis player. Become the greatest athlete ever. Yeah, that's more like it. So don't ask if your dreams are crazy. Ask if they're crazy enough. commercial i'm right. sorry i think it's really really good and while it was playing our good buddy our good pal floor directing today jake actually had something he wanted to say about it yeah so you guys said that like maybe they would actually like lose money or lose sponsor there's a whatever. risk yeah there's mm. a risk but for something like that it makes me like want to support them more right because, i mean yeah everyone has their own like idea of what Con Colin Kaepernick did, you know, mm -hmm. like, decision on, like, who, if they support it, if they don't, whatever. I mean, I have kind of both sides. I haven't really decided if I support it or if I don't. Um, but something like that with Nike, mm -hmm. if they're going to take on people, like, saying, okay, well, I'm not going to support you anymore. I'm not going to buy your clothes. Okay, well, let's go then. I mean, I would, I would support them even stronger now. I mean, I already have so much Nike. Right. I'm mm. going to support them now because they're taking on, like, the chance of losing customers and saying, okay, well, I don't care. I want this message out. Yeah, no, you're not alone, though. I've definitely mm. heard that where some people are doubling down and saying this makes me love Nike even more. Right. And then there are other people who are trying to, you know, do the hashtag boycott Nike. Right. So, but it is, it is a different thing for a company to be willing to put themselves mm -hmm. right in the center of that store yeah, it's and bank really on the fact that most of the people who love their brand and who love their shoes are going to stay with them. Right. I mean, because all of a sudden if um, Air Jordans were made by like Keds or something, <laughs> it'd be weird. It would be weird. <laughs> you know, like, wow, nice Keds. On, uh, on yesterday's show, we showed you the new viral dance craze, which is mm. for people to do the Lindsay Lohan. The Mykonos dance. <laughs> she's uh, she's got some moves. Oh, and like they Jagger? are they are interesting. A video of her dancing at her beach club. So she's quite the entrepreneur. Not only does she have her beach club in Greece, but she is going to open her own island. Oh, the Lin the Smiles, Isle of everyone. Lindsay. Smiles. Yeah, <laughs> it's really close to the one uh, that Desi Lou uh, started in the fifties, the Isle of Lucy. <laughs> okay, that one I got you. Not I'm with it. you on that one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't get Woo! the I didn't get the bins, <sighs> but I got that one. Yes, um, but she's literally creating an island in Dubai called Lohan Island. Mm. This little tiny resort island where pa apparently people who just have stupid money to waste can in Dubai 
Just yeah. make an island. Well, yeah, these people have so much money they could Dubai anything. Woo! So in he Dubai, is on fire. <laughs> there's there's actually um, you know I think it's the Persian Gulf. There's the body of water that Dubai is on. Yeah. Um, the sheik that runs Dubai years and years ago said, you know what, this whole oil thing isn't going to keep us wealthy forever. Right. So we started this thing of like, we're going to build all this cool crap in Dubai. So they have this huge indoor ski resort. They have that enormous hotel that was in Fast oh, and Furious. Oh, that looks and, like a sail, yeah, like and a Mission ship Impossible, sail. The, mm -hmm. uh, the, I don't know what it's called, but I know what uh, yeah, that one, yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> then they have all these islands that they made in the ocean. They literally made one set of islands that they sold that from the sky looks like the world. It's called the world. And then they have another group of islands that look like palm trees. Yeah, I'm looking at and a palm tree right now. Yeah. The world one is pretty sweet. She's gonna, Her island's going to be in the world section of islands. Mm. But it, I love that people are just so flipping wealthy that they're like, pop up island, yeah. I'm making an island. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I'd like to order an island. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, no, no. Not pick up. I'd like it delivered. No, five bucks extra is fine. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you Uber me an island, please? <laughs> yes. There's going to be self-islanding islands pretty soon. <laughs> and honest to God, I don't know where her money is coming from right now. I don't. I have zero idea. Mm. When is the last time you saw her in a movie? And she can't still be living off that Mean Girls money. Like, uh, I do not know. How do you know? <laughs> how do you know she's not still living off the Mean Girls money? I mean, money? unless she got a really good cut off the back end of that movie. You, I don't you know. You combine like, that with the Herbie reboot. <laughs> the and I Herbie. think that there's some good checks coming in. Woo! Yeah, I just, she is a mystery. That she was able to, you know, start this club in Greece. Yeah. That can't be making that much money. And now I, she's just off. Yeah. In Dubai, buying that Lindsay Lohan island. <laughs> I think that okay. she should she should get a white suit with a black tie, and make Fantasy Island, and her tattoo <laughs> should be Tara Reid. Oh God, those two together would be yeah. amazing. You like two half of a brain. Yeah. Welcome to the Lohan Beach. Don't step together. on the syringe. <laughs> One brain. Oh, you know who doesn't have fu money to throw around though? Uh, generally, me. <laughs> well. You, me, I don't know if anybody else wants to chime in on that. Uh, teachers. Mm. Teachers are notoriously underpaid right. for their services. Now, uh, let's dispel a couple of myths about teachers. Oh, okay. Um, no, it's not going to go there. But seriously, I had a friend that's like, well, you know, teachers got it made. You know, they get the whole summer off and they get paid lots of money. I'm like, have you looked at the starting salary of most teachers, no matter where they are in the country? Right. Considering how much education you have and how much certification you have just to break into the teaching world, it's not this plush job. No, if you, because in this article they had a, a little bit about that. And if you are working in elementary, it's less than middle school and high school. Right. And for elementary teachers, some starting salaries can be, you know, 32 to 38. Right. That's a. That's a toughie. I, I know McDonald's managers that make much more yeah. than teachers do, and they don't have almost as much education as a doctor. Right. And then, you know, teachers also, a lot of times, they'll, they'll bring their own school supplies. They will. The classroom is a blank slate, and yeah. so you do have to spend money to decorate it and put yeah. all the things up and do the supplies. And, and it's do not all that. like when the bell rings, you're done. A lot of teachers bring home schoolwork. Mm -hmm. I had my teacher, Mr. Wilkie, he used to do driver's ed. <laughs> Yeah. What and this makes complete and total sense to me, but I, it's just I didn't even think about it before. Do you know what a lot of teachers are doing to make extra money? Um, not working at strip clubs. No. Oh. Nope. 
they are teacher influencers. They are Instagram. They're Instagram influencers. Other teachers are like, what? You decorated your wall. How? That's amazing. Like, 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 like. And they're just absolutely bringing in almost more money, some of them, than their base pay for being a teacher Good by for being Instagram influencers. They share pictures of their classrooms, what goes inside it, color-coded storage bins. Mm. Hey, on the first day of school, do a Kiki billboard. <laughs> yeah, no, you got to get a drink made out of construction paper. So what's funny is that if, pe if some teachers have really kick-ass decorations, mm. other teachers will buy them from them. What? When they're done, they're like, yeah, can I buy that off of you to put it up in my classroom when you're done it's with it? It's this crazy underground. It is. I had no idea. Wow. So a lot of them started out as teacher bloggers. And then through the help of this thing called Teachers Pay Teachers, which is the platform that allows them to sell classroom resources that they've created, mm. like the worksheets and the bulletin board. And so they started promoting their Teachers Pay Teachers stuff on Instagram. And these people have thousands and thousands and thousands of followers. Some people are not even teachers. They just are like so into organization and like right. these cute 20 something teachers that are like, look at what I made in my classroom and they're following them. Wow, I, you know what? Maybe if I log into this site, I can find the toilet seat hall pass that my drafting teacher had <laughs> in high school. Maybe. Maybe. All right, when we get back, we are going to break a world record. No, keep going? No, all right. Oh. Our, our floor going. managers are, are managing. <laughs> it was a, that was wow, very athletic. <laughs> super brisk. I thought you guys were going to have a dance off in a second. That was pretty kick-ass. Oh, so what are we what are we going to talk about then, Sarah? We got to do another one. No, we're going to talk about the uh, the walnut guy. Yes, are we still good to talk about the walnut guy? All right, sweet. Um, I don't know well, how we're a person. We're going to talk about the science thing. The science thing? Yeah, right after the teacher story. Oh no no no! I just put that in. I'm sorry, I didn't oh. mean to confuse you. That okay. was that was just extra. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, whew, it is hot in here today. <laughs> um, yes. No, I don't know how a person realizes that they're really good at smashing things with their head. Hmm. I don't know if you're just sitting around one day and you're like, you know what I'd be really good at? Breaking coconuts right. with my melon. How could I get close to a concussion without getting a concussion? <laughs> hmm. So there is a man who wanted to break the current world record for smashing walnuts with his noggin. And when I initially started looking at the story, I somehow pictured someone picking up a walnut and using their hand to crush it on their head. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. No, that's ridiculous. You need to be organized, and you're going to be like a right. bird, like leaning over and because, doing it. Because doing your hand on your... Because it would take too long. The tissue, it takes too long. Well, and yeah, and that's You gonna, expend yeah. too much energy in the motion. You say of, this like you're, you're a man who smashed things with his head before. Um, Maybe. No. No. All right. Oh. Well, here we go. Uh, he's already in full swing. He only has a minute to do it. How many walnuts can this man crush? Watch and find out. Kumar of Nellore, India, because you crushed an astonishing 217 walnuts with your head, uh. besting the previous record of walnut 
smashing by 36 walnuts. I had no idea there was this huge walnut smashing subculture. Well, so there's obviously there's the extreme the food uh, competitions right. and like the Nathan's hot dog eating contest and hot wing contest and all that. But this is sort of like a subgroup of that <laughs> where there are constantly people who are just trying to break records and possibly you know winning, winning money for smashing no. crap with their noggin. Here's what you do. You want to stop this guy from mistreating walnuts? <laughs> While he's not looking. <laughs> what does a walnut you, ever do to you? You take walnut like 50 or 60, and you just take that away and put a rock down. Like, put a golf ball oh. there. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, I'm done. No, I, I'm I quit. I'm yeah, out. I'm out. I'm tapping out here. I mean, it was already disturbing enough to watch him, because you could hear him. Like, he got to, like, a certain number when he was going around the bend of the table, and he was like, oh. Uh. More to crush. Yeah. I can't. What if we had a, like a nut allergy? You just swelled up at <laughs> like. Horrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. All you right. know who can smash more walnuts with his head? Who could that be? Craig Foley. This guy, so talented. Mm. Talent coming out of his pores. And you can enjoy him for two hours next. And we will see you tomorrow on Pop That Culture. <laughs>